Welcome back to another episode of Young Adult Problems. Today, I want to talk about a topic that has been on my mind for a while, and that is navigating friendships as an introvert. Navigating friendships in general is really hard, especially as you grow up, you know, when you reach college and your adult life. Making and maintaining friends becomes extremely difficult because you're not, you know, surrounded by the same people every day like you were in high school when you had classes with people you ate lunch with the same people campus was small enough so that you were in close proximity with everybody every day for four years and so in that environment it was easy to make friends and maintain those friendships because you saw each other every single day but as an adult you know when you're in college and beyond It's different because you're no longer surrounded by the same people every day. You have to go out of your way to try to make friends. You know, you have to find time in your day to make friends. You have to find the will to actually purposely make friends as opposed to, you know, when you're younger. Friendships would blossom more naturally. So, as I said, navigating friendships is already a really hard thing. Navigating friendships as an introvert is even harder because it's not something that we're good at you know even though we might really really want to make friends even though we might feel kind of lonely and we're like okay today's the day i'm gonna make a friend things like social anxiety or things like just not being the kind to talk to other people you know those are the things holding us back so i kind of wanted to dive into the difficulties of navigating friendships as someone who's more introverted first i want to talk about making friends making friends as an introvert is one of the biggest challenges of of friendships even though you might be introverted and have social anxiety it doesn't stop you from wanting to make friends. You know what I mean? It could stop you from taking action to make friends, but it doesn't stop you from wanting to make friends. And so it's really hard when you have this constant dilemma of, oh, I you know, feel a little bit lonely. I want to talk to people and I want to build relationships with people and I want to make friends, but I can't. And I know it may sound easy to a lot of people who might think, you know, why don't you just go talk to someone? It's not that hard. Why don't you just go initiate conversation or go approach someone? But for introverts and for people with social anxiety, taking that first step is extremely scary. You might think in your head, okay, I'm going to go talk to someone. I'm going to put effort into trying to start a conversation with someone to see if, you know, maybe we can become acquaintances or friends. But then your worries start to build up in your head and you start to think, oh, what am I even going to talk about? What if I have nothing to say once I introduce myself? What if they think I'm super weird and awkward? It's easy to just get all up in your head and you eventually talk yourself out of, you know, actually trying to make a new friend. You go back into your reclusive self and kind of stick with the mindset that, okay, I still really want to try to make a friend, but I'm just going to accept that this is difficult and it's probably not going to be something I'll be able to do. And life starts to feel a little lonely again. And I think that's the biggest struggle that introverts face is taking that first step to actually being like, I'm going to do it. 
Because there have been so many times I've told myself, today's the day, I'm going to go to lecture and I'm going to try to sit next to someone who looks like they might want to spark up a conversation, who looks like they might be nice to talk to. And I'll sit there and, you know, I'll start glancing over a few times because I get a little bit nervous and I'm like, does it look like they want to talk? Maybe they're busy right now. And then I'll eventually just psych myself out and I don't start a conversation, even if it looks like, you know, they don't mind talking. I won't do anything because I'll get too scared last minute and I'll think, oh my gosh, they must think I'm so weird. Like they probably see me glancing over already, but really I'm just trying to prep myself for conversation. You know, when you're an introvert, conversation doesn't always come easy to you. Personally, I always, always have to think of what I want to talk about in my head. You know, when you're not yet comfortable with the people you're talking to yet you kind of have to plan out okay these are the topics i want to talk about this is the order i'm going to go in and i know that's not how natural conversation works but i tend to get very very anxious and reclusive and so to feel a little bit safer and more comforted in starting conversation having a plan kind of helps with that And having a plan will, I guess, motivate me a little bit more to start talking because then it's like, okay, you have a plan, then you're ready to go. So you might finally get the courage to go to a club event or to sit next to someone in lecture and to finally say something. And that conversation could go great. Maybe this is someone you automatically click with and you don't even feel the need to think about, oh, what do I say next? What do I say next? You know, maybe you guys find a common topic and, you know, suddenly you're not worrying about all of your body language or hand gestures or how straight you're sitting up because you're not being consumed in these internal thoughts. But it doesn't always go that way. You know, a lot of times conversations don't go as planned. Maybe when you're talking to someone, you can't find the next thing you want to say. No matter how hard you try, you're like scrambling through your brain. You're like, um, what do I say next? What do I say next? And you just can't think of anything. And then the conversation gets a little bit awkward and eventually dies out. That is very much possible. And that is one of the big fears of making friends. And because the conversation didn't go as planned, you might blame yourself because you might think, oh, I'm the one who's super awkward. I'm the one who's super anxious. And because of that, it's not allowing my brain to process anything I want to actually say, which is true a lot of the times. You know, the anxiety of talking can really get in the way of actually thinking about what you want to say because you get so caught up in your internal thoughts. You know, I saw a TikTok once talking about your internal versus external thoughts. And it was saying, you know, close your eyes and just think about exactly how you're feeling right now. You know, think about your breathing. Think about the emotions you're feeling. Think about everything you feel internally, right? Your thoughts. And after 30 seconds, open your eyes and just look at your external environment. Focus on everything around you. Focus on the wall color. Focus on what's right next to you, what's right in front of you. And while you were analyzing all of your surroundings, you weren't thinking about anything going on inside of your head, any of your emotions, because you were focused on everything around you externally. 
that was your focus. I feel like that's a good lesson because when you're socializing with people, you focus entirely on the internal. You focus on your anxious thoughts. You focus on your body language. You focus on every word you want to say. And that is often obstructive of starting natural conversation because you're so worried about how you come off to other people. And that was a really difficult thing for me to deal with and it still is because I tend to internalize everything. I worry that my face is turning tomato red. I feel like people can hear the nervousness or shakiness in my voice and it's like then I'm like oh my gosh I'm so embarrassed because people can hear that I'm stressed or anxious and like this is such a basic conversation or a basic environment to be in and there's no reason to be stressed and anxious and people can just see me tweaking and you kind of start to just spiral into your own thoughts but um it's okay if a conversation doesn't go as planned that's not your fault it just means that maybe you and the other person didn't connect and there are so many people in the world that you can try to start conversations with and one of them is going to be able to connect with you and you are going to be able to connect with them but blaming yourself can stop you from continuing to try to make friends. And so that's why making friends can be just extremely difficult. The other thing I wanted to talk about is maintaining friends. Maintaining friends is a whole nother battle. You might have, you know, a few friends that you care deeply about. They might be your bestest friends, your closest friends. But even though they're your closest friends, you might be the type of person who has a really low social battery. And so it's easy to feel drained after having, you know, a certain amount of conversation with people. I know for me that my social battery is extremely low. After one day of hanging out with my friends, I'll need a few weeks, honestly, a month to recover before I'm like, okay, we can do this all day thing again. <laughs> and it's like fun in the moment, but towards the end, you can kind of feel yourself like just dying out, getting extremely tired, and everyone around you is still so energetic and so happy. And you try to match their energy, but for you, it might be difficult to continue the, the conversations. You might just start to sit there in silence. There was one time where I had a few friends come visit my apartment, and it was an overnight thing, and so they had stayed for two days. And I remember by the end of the second day, um, in the middle of a group conversation, I got up to go shower, I came back, and I never said another word in the conversation. Not because I was annoyed by anyone, I was literally just, like, social battery was completely dead. I couldn't find anything else to contribute. And that's just one thing about being an introvert, you know? It's easy to feel drained after conversation and after social situations. But even if you feel drained with the people that you're closest to, that's not a bad thing. It's not their fault and it's not your fault. It's just that you need a little bit of time to recover. That might be a few weeks or in my case months before you want to hang out again. But really, we all have different social capacities and so you might just need a little bit longer of a recovery period. Whereas other people might just be, you know, social beings who don't need any recovery period. 
It doesn't mean you're boring. It doesn't mean you're lame. It doesn't mean you're not fun to hang out with. It just means that we're all different in how much social battery we have. And like before, I would always think, okay, I have low social battery. Everybody probably thinks that I'm super lame because I don't want to hang out with them a lot. Or like I'm really low key and I get tired towards the end. One difficult thing about that is that it might seem like you're not interested in the friendship, you know? It might seem as if only your friends are putting in the effort into the friendship because, you know, they're the ones always making plans or initiating conversation. Whereas you, you need to take a little bit more time to initiate that next plan or to initiate that next conversation because, you know, you just might be tired. You just, you, you just need time. But your friends might not realize that, right? They might think, why do you never put in the time to actually make plans? Why is it that I'm the only one making plans, but you're never making plans? That's what your friends might think. Or they might think, why am I always the one texting you first and you're never the one texting me first? Or why do you take so long to respond? Like, do you not want to talk to me? And I feel like personally, that's one of my big worries is that people think I don't want to hang out with them or I don't want to initiate plans. But that's not true at all. I just, I need time. Let's say one day that we hang out. I need maybe two to three weeks to be like, hey, do you want to hang out again? Whereas my friends might immediately jump in a week after we already hung out and be like, hey, let's hang out again. And so it's hard for me to find the opportunity to initiate first. To them, it might seem like you're the one not putting in the effort. You know what I mean? Again, Like, you might have nothing at all against your friends. You literally just need time to recover. And that is okay. These are kind of the most common struggles I've dealt with in just making and maintaining friends. Um, But over the years, I've also learned a lot going through, you know, all of the experiences of over-internalizing everything or worrying excessively about how other people might view me. Um, Because there were a lot of times where I didn't put effort into making friends. I didn't put effort into maintaining friends. And instead, I was telling myself that it was easier to be alone than to deal with all of your internal, anxious, tired thoughts that consume you and take a toll on you mentally and physically and, you know, just make you want to lay in bed all day. Essentially, I was just taking the easy way out. Even when I made progress and had actually talked to someone or maybe made a new friend, I would self-sabotage and be like, I'm not going to maintain this new friendship that I've made because they're probably not interested anymore because I'm a weirdo and super awkward. And then I would just leave it as that and I would not talk to people again. And then I would go in the cycle of being, "Ugh, I'm so sad because I don't even have the capability of making friends. And then I would try to make friends again. And the same thing would happen. I'd give up and then be like, ugh, I'm not capable. And then I would just beat myself up over it. But that's why I kind of want to just point out a few things that have kind of helped me think through the whole challenge of making friends in the past. Number one is to try. Just try to make friends. Don't get to the point where you're like, okay, I'm going to do it. And then the time finally comes and you get super close to doing it, to making attempts to talk to someone or to hit someone up. But then you don't do it because you get super scared and you're beating yourself up and you're like, um, 
maybe today's not the day like i don't want to annoy them or you simply just get too scared because you're caught up in your own emotions and fears and so when that happens my advice is to just have an i don't care attitude you know that might be hard but try to get your brain into this element of i don't care i'm just gonna try i'm gonna get it over with because I have been in this situation where I'll get super close to talking to people and I'll end up not doing it. And I've done this too many times. And I've finally learned that if you were to go up to someone and, you know, attempt to make conversation and it doesn't work out, nobody's really going to care. They're not going to remember it. They're not going to think about it. They're not going to fall asleep every day being like, oh, this person was a little awkward and it was hard to maintain conversation. Like, no, the the chances are you probably won't even see them again. Like, the only person who really cares is you and your brain internalizing. That is what I would always do. But then I really realized that I'm the only one turning this into a problem. And, you know, it really isn't a problem because all you did was simply try to talk to someone. If it works out, it works out. And if it doesn't, you know, you learn something. You learn about your strengths and weaknesses when you talk to people. And if anything, now's the prime time to be making those mistakes when you talk to people. Now's the prime time to be like, okay, this is what I'm good at. This is what I'm going to try next time. It's really just a learning experience and really just an opportunity to be optimistic about the people you could meet after, you know, kind of learning how you want to socialize with people. What didn't work last time that I'm going to try differently this time. And so... It's better to just go for it and to try and to see what the outcome is and to learn from it and to possibly meet new lifelong friends from it than to shy away because of the anxiety holding you back. Like we can't be our own worst enemies and I know it's way easier said than done and this is the hardest first step but as long as you tried, even if it doesn't work out, you should be proud of yourself. You should realize, hey... I got through the hardest step of trying to make friends. And if I can do it once, I can do it again. It doesn't matter if it works out or not. I did it, you know? I just wanted to share this part because this was the pep talk I tried to give myself every time I found myself getting scared. You know, it helped to make the process of taking that first step and actually trying to make friends a little less scary. Number two, the second lesson I kind of wanted to talk about was uh, setting boundaries. In the past, I would often give in to whenever my friends would ask to hang out, even if my social battery wasn't recharged, even if I was completely tired and, you know, it felt like I couldn't do it, I would say yes because I was afraid, oh, my friends probably think I I don't want to hang out with them if I say no. But if your friends are truly your friends and they really do care about you, they would understand if you needed to set boundaries. For example, if your friend asks you to hang out and, you know, you're tired, just let them know. Let them know, hey, we hung out recently. Um, I might need a few weeks to recover just because low social battery, but down to hang out in a few weeks. And like I said, if they're your true friends, they'll be understanding of that because not everybody has the same social capacity. Setting boundaries is a really good one so that you don't deplete yourself of the little energy that you have left, you know. This also falls into self-care. 
take some time to do some self-care. After you're exhausted hanging out with your friends, take some time for yourself to sit in bed, eat food, watch TV, journal, reflect on your thoughts and feelings if you need to. Do whatever you need to do um, to take care of yourself because that'll be the best way you can recover and then feel great again the next time you hang out with people or the next time you might want to initiate and be like, oh, hey, let's hang out. So take good care of yourself because it really helps your mind reset. There'd be so many times I came back from a hangout and I would feel miserable. I would feel completely depleted of energy, but also my brain would keep telling me these toxic thoughts. My brain would keep telling me, emmy you contributed nothing and you looked like you wanted to go home the whole time and then i'll think okay my friends probably hate me maybe i should text them even though i don't have the energy to maybe i should just text them to see if they'll respond to see if they actually hate me or not and these are the toxic thoughts i'm talking about so i learned that i just need to step away from my phone after a hangout i need to make an active effort to delete these toxic thoughts whether that's by not checking social media or cleansing my brain by watching netflix or binging vlogs or doing whatever i can to get my mind off of whatever's bothering me and then you know weeks later i'll be okay again and i'll be ready to hang out with people and that's just how it works in my brain the last piece of advice that i want to talk about is distinguishing between your internal thoughts and your external thoughts So earlier I was talking about that TikTok that I had seen where, you know, you do the exercise. First you think about the things in your brain, then you think about the things around you. And, you know, I oftentimes find myself getting caught up in all of my thoughts. And these really affect how I interact with people and how I feel about my interactions with people afterward. You know, when I get caught up in my thoughts, right, as I've been saying throughout the whole podcast, I get nervous, I get scared, and then I start to worry about what other people think. Same with after I hang out with my friends, I start to wonder, oh, was I too quiet? Was I too introverted? Like, I could have made more of an impact by saying this or that. Um, And then I start to, you know, it starts to eat up all of my thoughts. But when I find myself getting caught up in these thoughts, I try to make a conscious effort to remind myself that I need to stop thinking internally because it's causing all my worries to build up. And I need to focus on the external. For example, after you hang out with friends and you start to feel miserable because you're recounting what had just happened when you hung out with people and you're like, oh, maybe I was too quiet or whatever, right? In this moment, you can think to yourself, Hey, I'm thinking internally right now. Let me focus on the external. And when you focus on the external, you realize that the people that you were talking to are probably, you know, 99.99999% not thinking about what you're thinking about in your head right now. If you're thinking, man, I was too quiet during this conversation, and then you think externally about the person you were talking to, you will realize that that person is probably eating lunch on their phones you know, on their laptops, watching YouTube, and not thinking anything at all about anything that you're worried about. They're living their own lives. They have their own things to worry about. Maybe they're focusing all on their own internal selves and what they thought they may have done that could have been awkward or a little weird or whatever. Or maybe they just don't care at all, you know, and they're continuing to live their lives. Maybe they're eating lunch. Maybe they're on the toilet. 
maybe they're washing their face. And as they're doing those things, they're only focused on those actions. They're not focused on everything that you're worried about, right? Like, let's say you're cooking lunch or you're watching YouTube. You're not actively thinking about all the weird things that other people did, right? You're actively thinking about what you're cooking for lunch or what you're watching on your YouTube screen. You're not spending all of your time judging other people in your own minds. And so I think it's really important to just realize if you focus on the external, you're not going to be dwelling on these anxious thoughts. And that's something that I've been trying to work on for so long. It takes effort and it's sometimes hard to switch from the internal to the external, but it does help and it just makes the idea of conversing with someone a little bit easier. I just want to end on the note that I know how difficult making friends and maintaining friends can be. For years in college, it's what I tried to do, but it was also what I was most scared of. And a lot of the times I was beating myself up because I felt so incapable of developing relationships. But you will meet the right people at the right time. Even though I may have spent most of my college years not being able to make friends in my last year of college in the second half of the year you know closer to graduation that's when i found my first you know true friend that i could really be myself around and i'm super grateful for that and so put in the effort as best as you can take care of yourself and keep trying because you'll eventually run into the right person at the right time in the right place. And one good friend is better than a hundred lame friends. Um, and yeah, that's all I wanted to talk about today. So if you made it this far, thank you so much for listening. It's something that I've seriously wanted to talk about for so long because it felt like I was the only one in my circle of people struggling with this. But in reality, I know there are so many people who have such a difficult time making friends. I really, really do hope it just helps someone feel a little less alone when it comes to this topic. But yeah, thank you for listening, and I'll see you next week on another episode of Young Adult Problems.